0: Hi and welcome back to I don't know nigga I don't know podcast <laughs> um <laughs> nigga I don't know uh brought to you by the NGN Network that is the Nerd Geek Ninja Network I'm yeah. Iman and I'm Greg and the I don't know nigga I don't know podcast is a podcast where we go over stories to see who doesn't know and usually it's me usually i don't know
1: usually you don't But sometimes you do
0: sometimes i do if it's widely publicized and popular sometimes i know if it's little known information but then again i'm like subset information I'm in a subset of information that of things that you don't know, but I will know.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's get started. But first we're going to start off with a buffer. Yeah, with a buffer. Greg's calling it a buffer. Yeah. So I started, I mean, I'm a fan of true crime. So if anyone out there else is a fan of true crime, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But I started a new one on netflix called the raincoat killer and it's just merging everything about netflix that like you know korean dramas even though this is a documentary documentaries true crime you know just koreans in general and then this is like oh dang it's like this is korea it's about korea's first you know documented serial killer and you're just like whoa oh wait I recognize this pattern from this show that they put it in. I was like, oh, you're seeing serial killing, you know, happening in modern, almost real time, yeah. because they have so much you no know, technology now, CCTV, and you're just like, and they go over a history of Korea. It's just like, when you compare that to Western societies that are heavily industrialized earlier in the... You know, late 19th century to early 20th century. And you compare that and like, oh, capitalism, capitalism, capitalism is a catalyst for serial killing. So. I'm just excited. So, Greg, what have you been watching?
1: Well, I've just started you. It took me several weeks to finish episode one. But I am currently on episode five of season one.
0: I love you. The show and you. <laughs> yes. I'm enjoying watching you enjoy it watching it. I enjoy watching you watch it. I'm just gonna be peeking around corners like Joe. I'll just be like, hey.
1: Yeah, just like this guy's a piece of
0: shit. <laughs> What? (laughs) And I'm introducing a new segment just called In the Know because it's stuff that we all know. Like the whole Brian Lundry, They found his bones, not even a body. It's only been a month and it's been kind of weird, but people are Mm -hmm. putting out all these possible explanations for that. And still, it just seems so weird.
1: Explanations like uh, wild pigs are in the area.
0: Yeah. I mean, when he went, like, like off the radar, I thought, well, if he's in a Florida nature reserve, it's like a gator could easily get him. So I always thought, like, if they never find him, it was probably a gator. But then they find... And then his parents helped find the bones. I was like, that's really weird. And I was like, oh and it's like people who listen and watch true crime stuff it's like the gears are turning just like but it might it might just be a simple explanation it's just like and not this nefarious you know connect the dots on a cork board it's like nope it was all a game they redid his dental records and swapped them with somebody else's and then they did it, and he's really somewhere else. I was like, people I remember, like, they were talking about, like, celebrities are trying to say oh, he's probably here, he's probably there. I'm like y'all don't know. It's like, come on. It's like uh, they're like, oh, he's probably in this crawl space of his house. It's like, have you not looked at pictures of his family home? It's like, there's no crawl space. It's like y'all being weird. But it's, hopefully it's over. Who knows? All right. All right. So, what's the story that you know? Like, other than that, and then all the school shootings that are happening.
1: Oh, again. S- yeah. Seen, it's like yeah. the great reset is happening. Everything's going back to normal. That's how you know things are going back to normal.
0: Oh, God. That's the normal.
1: Yeah. It's I unfortunate. Like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, I don't like it either. But, you know, what can you do? We have no power.
0: Ooh, I'm not I'm not accepting that <laughs> cutting that off you keep that over there we just had a whole great class about spirituality and manifestations well I <laughs> mean I'm like Ooh. <laughs>
1: you know what I mean it's politics it really is laws and legislation all that stuff
0: eh, there's still power you can still have a little bit of power in that Within yourself, like if you're gonna let the results control you or not. Okay. And how it makes you feel about the world, but anyway, okay. okay so we're gonna get into it. Do you want to go first?
1: Uh yeah sure. Okay. Uh, for the uh story that you might not know. So uh I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna go on my favorites. Oh here we go another one from florida man and um let me uh make a disclaimer right now it is a satire uh, oh
0: wait it's, so it's not a real story
1: no this one's satire then no,
0: why are we doing it
1: okay i won't do the satire i think they're funny i think okay. satire is so fun sometimes and and especially if you like you know let people know it's satire it's it's fine Okay, but it's sound, but it's stupid. I, mean, I already know it's satire. But it's still entertaining when you know it's satire.
0: Okay. I'm going to let this one pass. We'll see how this one does. Okay. Okay. Continue.
1: Florida man kidnaps... Wait,
0: but then one more point. This is like, then you can't ask me if, oh, honey, did you know? Because it's satire. It's not a real story. Exactly.
1: But it's still entertaining. Okay. So, Florida man kidnaps scientist to make his dog immortal. A story from May 26, 2018. A Florida man kidnapped a scientist and threatened not to free him unless he makes his dog immortal. The man identified as Philip Joseph claims he loves his dog too much and he can't let it die, so he needed to make his dog immortal. He kidnapped Ryan Lockhart, a doctor and scientist from the University of of, uh, South Florida, and kept him shut up in a room until he found a solution. Joseph was eventually found by the police after Ryan's family noticed he was missing and started an investigation. According to the police, Jose won't face any charges. Wait, Jose or jo- Joseph was eventually found by the police after. Ryan- okay, they um had a typo here because first it was Joseph. These
0: satire articles aren't really written. I know they're not Surprise written me. that well. <laughs> okay, keep going.
1: Joseph won't face any charges because although he made a mistake. It could have happened to any of us. Quote, I just get anxious when I think my dog is going to die someday. He's all I have. I can't let him die, Joseph said to our reporter, Gary Cockburn. The scientist agreed to investigate, along with other scientists, how to make Joseph's dog immortal. They don't expect to achieve it, but they're going to do their best. Okay, I'm going to read these before the podcast from now on. No. I'm not. I don't don't like how this was written. I like like the headline, but I didn't like how it was written.
0: Greg's finally going to do some proper (laughs) investigating (laughs) and research and procuring of articles. Yay!
1: All right, so you want me to go next, or you want to do next? No, I get next. It's your turn, okay.
0: Oh, my goodness. All
1: right, I promise the next one's going to be more fun.
0: Okay, and mine isn't satire. It's very real, and y'all should definitely be on the—well, stay safe out here. So, cases of flesh-eating, STD, on the rise, and this is— um, from a local, not local here, but um, a WTRF channel seven. Uh, I think that's New York because they it's basically they're redoing a New York Post story. So, cases of a nasty sexually trans, and I researched further, not really research, I just looked it up further because I was like. That's wild. Cases of a nasty sexually transmitted disease that was once thought to be rare are now increasing, says a report in the New York Post. The STD is called, and I'm not probably going to butcher this, but Donovanosis. 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 That's what I'm going to say. Donovanosis.
1: Donovanosis, just that, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah, donovanosis. That's not that sounds right. I mean it looks like it.
0: Okay. All right. So donovanosis and is flesh eating causing beefy red ulcers, says the New York Post. Other reports say bleeding can occur. The New York Post quotes one doctor who says the disease is spreading in the United Kingdom but had been mostly associated with other countries, including India, New Guinea, and Brazil. The CDC says it is endemic in tropical and developing areas, including India, Guyana, New Guinea... Central Australia, and Southern Africa. According to the National Institute of Health, donovanosis is a sexually transmitted disease that is rarely seen in the United States. The CDC says donovanosis is curable though, through antibiotics. And then I also looked it up because it is like, it's part of the tropical diseases. Uh, It's like donovanosis is a chronic Cause of genital ul- ulceration has recently been the subject of renewed interest after a long period of relative obscurity. the co- <laughs> The costive organism has been cultured for the first time in many years, and and a polymerase chain reaction diagnostic using a chlorometric Detection system has been developed. Okay, so they're finding ways to detect it. Pylogenetic analysis confirms close similarities with the genus Clebicia biella, and a proposal made that C. granumitis be reclassified. Oh, okay. All these Latin words that I can't say. Okay. Alzimmicrom has emerged as the drug of choice and should be used if the diagnosis is confirmed or suspected. Okay. And this was in... This is just part of a medical journal for sexually transmitted infections that are, yeah. And this is from the hospital, Uxbridge, London. Yeah, because apparently y'all got out here in this after this. It opened up for a little bit and y'all aren't even using protection out here. You're not looking at folks' genitals before you dive in. So please look before you leap just just look at it just be like oh wait no this don't look right put your pants back on put your panties back on it's just like don't just be like ooh you're hot like from the torso up and then not looking anywhere and then just like yeah let's just kiss and keep going just like nah pause it y'all got all these apps to connect with people we gotta get out here and Protect yourselves. Thoughts, feelings.
1: Um, just another thing trying to, trying to hurt you, for having unprotected sex.
0: Another thing trying to hurt you is just existing. Yeah, it's, thing just out a, there. Just, it's just just uh, existing out there. It's just disease just floating around, existing, looking for a warm body to, to latch on to. it's yeah. just surviving. Doesn't know who you are by name. Yeah. It's not saying, "Hey, I'm going to ruin your fun." Just like, "Hey, this is a this is an optimal space right here. Look at this. It's warm. There's plenty of bacteria around. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get things on the planet. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> get the ulcers started.
1: All right. Exactly.
0: Okay. All right. So you can go. You have time to okay. pick another one that's uh, actually real story. Now.
1: <sighs> yeah. This one is from the Daily Mail.
0: Okay, you're gonna ask me if I know.
1: Uh, yeah, um, we're gonna find out. Crime beat: kebab shop worker calls in fake bomb threat to drum up business. New York woman. A kebab uh, or kebab keybab? shop shop worker calls in fake bomb threat to drum up business. No, I didn't and notice. then oh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna skip that. Oh, you're not going through this one. No, actually, here we go. A New York woman scours obituaries to rob funeral goers homes
0: i feel like i heard about this one but i didn't know i don't know the story yet so keep going
1: okay so let's see this is really uh okay so funeral digger So a Bronx woman could face more than 20 years in prison after she was convicted of robbing grieving spouses while they attended their partner's funerals. Latonia Stewart, 30, was found guilty of six counts of robbery in a Westchester court. Stewart allegedly combed obituaries on Legacy.com to find details of funerals and to plot who would be her next victim. After she found the addresses of mourners who had lost their spouses, Stewart would arrive at their home smashing windows or glass doors using a mallet, hammer, and steal jewelry and other personal items while the homeowners attended the funeral service. Stewart targeted her first victim in December 2017, then went on to strike five more times, stealing $40,000 in property, according to the New York Daily News. It is absolutely appalling that people mourning the loss of a loved one were being specifically targeted and taken advantage of in such a cruel and heinous manner, Westchester DA Miriam Roca told the Daily News. The funeral burglar now faces between 3 and 15 years in prison for each of the six counts after jurors deliberated for only two hours. She will be sentenced on November 22nd. You want to hear about the kebab, uh, shop employee?
0: Yes, and I'm not sure what kebab is. Is that like a kebab, or is that like something to do with keys? Uh,
1: no, it's like a.
0: It's a food.
1: Yeah, it's a food item. What you want to look up? What kebab is? before? I'm
0: gonna I hear... no keep. I'm gonna look it up while. Okay,
1: actually, let's talk about that funeral. Uh, the um obituary robber. Yeah, she's. Can you imagine looking through obituaries and then you find the address of the of the loved that's ones? That's not
0: the first time this type of crime has happened.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, I remember reading the story, but it was like, it's I can't remember if it was a dude or another lady, but yeah, they were looking in obituaries, seeing when and they weren't just. Looking for people with spouses. It was just like anybody. Just like anybody who died. And they knew that that person wasn't going to be at their house. Like if someone older died. So, of course, they're not going to be at home. So they would go like before they would. Who's ever going to come back to that house? And they'd go rob them of their stuff.
1: Is there no ceiling?
0: No ceiling?
1: There's there's no ceiling.
0: What are you talking about?
1: There's like no ceiling to the things people will do
0: oh no you know that i mean serial killers are a thing there's honestly no ceiling okay honestly it's like yeah human depravity knows no bounds like
1: people they just exist
0: it's like everyday things are happening that surprise people like wow didn't think anyone would do that but they do every day internet is I mean, really, just because Twitter is a thing now, we're finding about a whole bunch of things that we didn't think people did. And now we know that they do that. And we're like, you shouldn't have told anybody about that. You should have kept that to yourself. But nope.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's like when people, um, there's like nobody watching their home. And they post about traveling, or they tell everybody they're traveling. I mean, that was like robbed. a
0: new modern social media type thing because those yeah. crimes were happening. And then you're like, yeah, don't tell people that you're not at home. Don't like post your vacation pics after you come back from vacation. Like, don't mm, stop geotagging yourself, and mm-hmm. you gotta do, you gotta stop doing all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, actually, I noticed uh, an, a thing people do. They'll actually, after they're done with their vacation or back home, to will post this stuff as mm-hmm. if they are away at yeah. these places.
0: I like your NPR soft voice. This is like, yeah, it's uh, here, yeah, that's really. Yeah. It's so amazing and disturbing <laughs> that, that this is happening.
1: You know what? I think I'm going to do that from now on.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> okay. i accept who you are and what makes you happy i guess Uh, okay (laughs) all right so i guess oh okay do the the kebab
1: yeah the kebab uh, shop employee
0: okay kebab whatever that is google kebab i am about to do that kebab
1: Okay. okay let me know when you find it okay so business is booming a key... Wait,
0: how do you spell that?
1: Uh, it's a K-E-B-A-B.
0: K-E-B-A-B. Kebab. Yep. It's a kebab. Oh. A dish of pieces of meat, fish, or vegetables roasted or grilled on a skewer or a pit. Well, why are they calling it kebab when it's a kebab?
1: I wonder what the difference is. Maybe it's a
0: difference in, like, geographic location from where they it's from the Middle East, and so it's our kebabs. But you know what? A lot of like Yemen, Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. uh, Jordan, Turkey—they have a lot of the same dishes. Sometimes they'll call them different things. Yeah. But they're they're the same dishes. But they just have like slight differences. They're like, oh, we put this in ours. Oh, ours is sweet. Ours is savory. Is this okay? It's. Kebab and kebab are the same thing. They probably just have different spices, slightly different flavor profiles Who those. All right, keep going. Kebab.
1: So, okay. (laughs) Business is booming. A kebab shop employee made a hoax bomb threat call to a cathedral in an effort to drum up business from the evacuated congregation. A court has heard Anthony Morrocini... 52 was seen on CCTV footage using a phone box near Truro Cathedral in Cornwall to make the hoax call to get more customers to come to his nearby kebab shop. Moroncini is it Chini or Moron Moroncini Moroncini? Someone's gonna write in and correct me or something who gave his own name to the call handler, told the dispatcher he worked as an optical illusionist at the Eden Project and wanted to do a boom. He later told police what he really wanted to do was increase foot traffic and promote his chances of work in the courtyard. <sighs> Prosecutor Ali Rafidi said maroncini has committed 93 offenses since 1994 mostly for dishonesty and violence he said the defendant said there was a bomb in the cathedral and armed police dog units and bomb disposal teams scrambled to the scene maroncini pleaded guilty to five criminal damage charges burglary three thefts a bomb hoax two assaults and using threatening insulting or abusive words or behavior judge simon carr jailed him for a total of 16 months He should get more he should get more really
0: but did he hurt anybody
1: well, no he didn't hurt anybody
0: but why you know, I? so american it's was a waste of taxpayer money I'm still saying in time. okay, but so you need to be in jail longer. Sixteen months isn't is sixteen. Do you months know enough? that there are rapists who get less than that? Damn, you're right. So please, no, nah. you're right, nah, man.
1: Uh,
0: you're so American. Look at you. Okay. Put them in jail for it. Put them in
1: jail, yes.
0: <laughs> no, I mean I'm not a prison abolitionist, but I just want something to make sense. I mean, sixteen months is pretty long.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, especially if you didn't hurt anybody.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, it's a cathedral, so I'm not sure how many people are in a cathedral at any point in time, except for the people who work there every day.
1: That is a good point.
0: Yeah, like, if it was, like, a factory, like, oh, and then production is down, and people who do that, like that where workers were really the cost would be really great then yeah I can understand longer prison systems, but 16 months seems fair but he has all those offenses <laughs> and it's like that's why he has a kebab shop and not a kebab shop because he's lying <laughs> just, just call it a kebab shop don't you? <laughs> trying to make it seem like it's something that's not like oh what's a kebab <laughs> let's go in here and see what ke- the kebab is all about it's like just like kebabs. People know what kebab is. That's why no one's coming into your business. 'Cause so are like, Hi, I mean, I don't feel like trying. And you know, the English are people of habit. They don't. They don't like going to play new places all the time. They're like, I don't know what kebab is. I know what kebab is, darling. Let's keep going. Let's keep walking. <laughs> nah.
1: Ridiculous!
0: It is absolutely ridiculous. It's a ridiculous crime. It's a ridiculous reason to commit that crime. Like, yeah, I just thought you know, people came out of a cathedral, they would like want to eat some kebabs. Like, no, no, they don't. They're like, oh God, what's happening? Oh, it was like, oh honey, did you know this is like well, we're out because of a bomb just Are you feeling a little peckish? You want something to eat? Okay, that's right. I know. Ridiculous! Absolutely ridiculous. So yes, I agree. That's ridiculous. I yeah. agree. He that he should, you know, go to jail for a little bit. But you just want to throw the book at folks. Look at you, black man, yeah. <laughs> trying to throw the book at folks.
1: Yeah. Okay. Look okay, at you. Okay. 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 You. All right. All, all right.
0: right. All right. So I'll go next. CNN investigation. Honey, did you know? About the tens of millions of filthy used medical gloves imported into the US.
1: No, that's gross. Like, used? Used. Hold
0: on. Hold on there. Trash bags. CNN reported stuffed full of used medical gloves some visibly soiled some even blood-stained, litter the floor of a warehouse on the outskirts of Bangkok nearby is a plastic bowl filled with blue dye and a few gloves Thai officials say migrant laborers had been trying to make the gloves look new again oh When Thai health authorities raided the facility in December, there are many more warehouses just like it still in operations today in Thailand. Trying to cash in on the demand for medical grade nitrile gloves, which exploded with the coronavirus pandemic and their boxing up millions of these substandard gloves for export to the United States and countries around the world amid a global shortage that will take years to erase oh, a million months long CNN investigation has found that tens of millions of counterfeit and second hand gloves have reached the United States according to import reports the distributors distributors who bought the gloves and that's just the tip of the iceberg oh god who bought the gloves criminal investigations are underway by the authorities in the u.s and thailand experts describe the industry riddled with fraud with one of them douglas stein telling CNN that nitrile gloves nitrile gloves are the most dangerously the most dangerous commodity on earth right now oh god yeah because all the stuff folks in the middle oh no there are there's an enormous amount of bad product coming in stein says an endless stream of filthy secondhand and substandard gloves coming into the u.s of which federal authorities it seems are only now beginning to understand the enormous scale Yet, despite the potential risk for front-to-frontline healthcare workers and patients, U.S. authorities have struggled to get a hand on the illicit trade, in part because import regulations for protective medical equipment are temporarily suspended at the height of the pandemic and remain suspended today. Mm-mm. In February and March this year, one U.S. company warned two federal agencies Customs and Border Protection in the Food and Drug Administration, they had received shipments filled with substandard and visibly soiled gloves from one company in Thailand. And yet, the Thai company managed to ship tens of millions more gloves in the following months, some arriving as recently as July. The FDA told CNN. It could not comment on individual cases, but said it has taken a number of steps to find and stop those selling unapproved products by leveraging our experience, investigating, examining and reviewing medical products, both at the border and with domestic commerce. A surge in demand in early 2020, demand for personal protective equipment, PPE, shot through the roof as the coronavirus pandemic took hold around the world and prices for nitrile gloves stayed high. Medical grade nitrile gloves are commonly used by doctors and healthcare professionals in patient examinations. The FDA oh I think oh I didn't switch their hand in your mouth. <laughs> the FDA bans powdered latex from being used in healthcare while lower quality Vinyl gloves are more common in industrial settings and food handling. The gloves produced almost entirely in South and East Asia rely on a finite supply of natural rubber. Highly specialized factories and niche manufacturing expertise. Ramping up supply couldn't happen quickly and production from trusted established brands was spoken for years in advance. Governments and hospital systems scrambled to get what they needed and dozens of shady companies looking to turn a quick profit saw an opportunity. Ain't that the way of the world. Last year Tarek Critchin a Miami-based businessmen offered about two million of gloves from a Thai-based company ordered about $2 million of gloves from a Thai-based company called Patty the Room which he then sold to a U.S. distributor oh no
1: hold on hold on hold on uh this is a really long story and I, I really gotta interject that this is really gross yes and like what people will do to cut corners and, and clear a is.
0: yeah it is a very long story I'll put it in the show notes
1: like, just um, imagine, like, cause I remember, um, when I was in high school, I worked at McDonald's for like maybe a month Yes. and maybe, maybe, maybe I was a bit of a snob, but anytime I did something, I washed my hands, touched the cash register. I washed my hands. Went to, went, I did, uh, they asked me to do dishes in the back or, you know, clean stuff in the back. I, you know, washed my hands each time. But the soap was terrible. So my hands... It like, like, very abrasive. Yeah. So I get yeah. ashy and like, you know... Yeah. That's and, why people like, wear gloves. Peeled. Yeah. But they didn't give us gloves.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, but now... Okay. Think about like who all you see wearing gloves now. And yeah. even before the Wait, pandemic... Did I, did
1: I mention those back when I was like, what, 17?
0: Yes. But even yeah. before like the pandemic, like a lot of people who handled food wore gloves Barbers wear gloves. Tattoo artists wear gloves sometimes. Like, I mean, I, as a doula, I often wear gloves. But it's just like only when I need to directly touch a person. But it's just like the people who really need those gloves, of course, healthcare workers, frontline workers. Yeah. And then some of these hospitals, of course, they had already put those orders in. But then it's like because you think about like, a lot of people they outsource to get things now. That's a big thing. They're outsourcing. A lot of people get government contracts and they just outsource the work. And they see that on Instagram, and all the time they're like, "Oh yeah, I got this uh, government contract to do this, but I'm just outsourcing it." I was like, "Okay, but do you know where you're getting the stuff from? You might be getting these subpar, dangerous, gross, used." to make yeah. it, gloves. I'm like, "Uh, yeah. and I'm sure there's probably some type of process that's long to sterilize use gloves to and maybe melt the rubber down again
1: and make new ones." Yeah,
0: make new ones. I hope there is. Yeah. I mean, but it's just ugh. can you imagine? And then the workers, I can't imagine being like a worker and you're trying to re-dye used gloves. Just like, are you even washing them? It's like, you see that there's blood on them? It's like, are y'all even washing them? Like, uh, You just p- pouring them in blue dye to redye them? Oh, the bacteria. Ugh. Like, ugh. you see my face. I know. It's You're so like, it's... incredibly gross. This, I mean, just like you said, with the, it's like, no, there is no ceiling to the depravity of... um Of man. Of man. Capitalism breeds Greed. And then, like, people just, and then they were just the FDA. You remember when Trump fired all those people? Yeah. Like, it's just like, look, those people in, right, they're, like, in subpar standards now or the norms. just yeah. like, just, like, get it fast. Just like, oh, hoo, hoo, hoo. we all suffer. We all suffer
1: yeah.
0: for it. <laughs> all right well we're at time we're gonna (laughs) we'll end it there this is a very long story so I'll put the link to the story and it was a CNN investigation so their investigative work when they do it right CNN can do it right sometimes you know they're not always up here with those like tabloid flighty news stations So, but this one is very in depth oh lord there's like it's long, y'all. It's long.
1: Yeah. All right. It really is. Uh
0: Yay. We ended on a gross note. Okay. So I enjoyed talking to you and speaking Fine. with you, honey. Same to you. I hope everyone out there, if anyone's listening at all, is having a really great day. Yeah. Um and I love you. I love you too. That's a
1: like a slam.